The Utah Jazz battle. Play a great one. A fabulous game. But the NBA champion Milwaukee Bucks have too many answers. In fact, they had all the answers to the Utah Jazz who fell short with a bad shooting second and fourth quarters. We're talking about it coming up on Postcast. David Locke along with Ron Boone and we'll get into some jazz stuff and there were some mistakes made late and beating the NBA champs is awfully hard. I'm left with the feeling that they had, I mean, they really, that's an NBA championship roster. That's an NBA championship team. They've had the experience and then they had every answer. I mean, the final move in the game by, uh, by boy, by uh, Mike Budenholzer is based on the fact that we don't have Boyan Bogdanovich in the game. He's out with an injury. So they bring in Javon Carter, who probably has finished almost no games for them all year. And decides to face guard Mike Conley and try to take him out of it, leaving then uh, a Drew Holiday, a brilliant defender, to guard Donovan Mitchell. They have two on-ball tough defenders, plus Giannis playing the center at that point with Middleton on the floor. And they even had Wesley Matthews in for some of that late in the game as they just had a bunch of different options and they took advantage of the Jazz not having Boyan late. And the Jazz offense was not good in the fourth quarter, shooting six of 20 and one of 10 from three. Not only the, six, the fourth quarter, the second quarter there as well, you know, only 20 points in that second quarter. But you're, you're absolutely right about the uh, the guard line for the Milwaukee Bucks, making the guard line of the Utah Jazz work very, very hard in order to make things happen out there on the floor. Now, when the Jazz were able to get out ahead of that, they were able to come up with some pretty good things. But for the most part, that half-court offense, and I was very impressed with Holiday and – uh, Carter's ability to get over screens. I mean, they got over screens and, and made the Jazz offense have to rescreen in order to make something happen out there on the floor. So that the backcourt, I thought, regardless of how, how many points Giannis scored or how many points Middleton scored in, in the ballgame, I thought the backcourt was, was the key factor. Daniel House got hurt seven minutes into the game with a knee injury that didn't look great, frankly, the way he left the game. You never like a guy leaving with a knee injury. I'm not sure I've ever felt like there's a knee injury or someone left and it looked great. Uh, hopefully it's not serious. The Jazz without Boyan Bogdanovich had to scramble a little bit. And as Ron mentioned, that second quarter, they shoot five of 20. The fourth quarter, they shoot six of 20 or six of 21 maybe by the end. They had a brilliant first quarter. They hit 10 threes early. And then you really picked up on what the Bucks did to change to try to take the Jazz out of that. Well, in, in – in the, when they picked up full court. Oh, yeah. When they picked up what Carter came in the ball game, then it was that pressure that they put on on the Jazz and, and to the point where they spent a lot of time getting into their offense and, and gave the uh, – and they actually took away Rudy's effectiveness in the quarter, put the Jazz in a late shot clock, you know, and that always affects a team um, when – it affects the Jazz especially because they can't throw it in to Rudy and Rudy can make some things happen. Let's be really clear. I thought the Jazz played great. I thought there was a great intensity of the game. Uh, There's some interesting aspects to it. Milwaukee was at full throttle. They were playing Brooke Lopez and George Hill. Brooke Lopez for the second time this year, he wasn't great. I think he prohibited them from probably playing as well as he could have. I don't know what his plus minus was tonight, but it certainly felt like they struggled when he was on the floor, so he's plus 13, so I don't know what the hell I'm talking about. No, he was minus one. Um, Javon Carter was plus 13. Um, and then they played George Hill, so they weren't, you know, full throttle, but they, they're they rolling. They've won seven of eight. Their big guys are all playing well. They ran some tough stuff with some high pick and rolls with um, Middleton and Giannis. It's incredibly difficult to guard. We answered. We had great action all night, and there, this was a really good performance by Utah. We'll get into 
two or three plays late that weren't good. And that's the difficulty of playing a team that's the NBA champions and this good is you can't afford to have mental lapses and breakdowns. But from a big picture standpoint, I thought the Jazz were really good tonight. I thought they were good there as well. And and for what they were putting on out there on the floor, in, in particular, David, the you said without Boyan, he was that their house gets hurt. So now you wonder, okay, where is some of, you know, some more shooting or, and some more wing defense going to come from? You know, the Jazz were forced to play Walker a few minutes, Butler a couple of minutes there. But then Giannis and, um, I'm sorry, uh, Mitchell and uh, and Royce O'Neal had spent almost 40 minutes out there, out there on the floor. So uh, shorthanded, uh, I thought the Jazz hung in there and did a great job. But uh, you can't be shorthanded against a team like the Milwaukee Bucks. The most pressing question of the night just happened. Ron Thurl Bailey's handing pies out to everybody saying it's National Pie Day. Does he know it's National P.I. Day, not National P.I.E. Day? It's 3.14 day, not like <laughs> it's not like pie. We're not supposed to be giving apple pies and cranberry pies and and, and, and pumpkin pies out. But Thurl's so generous, he does it anyway. All right, let's get into the few plays late. Donovan makes a really weird play. He drives to the basket. He thought he was fouled, I think. I think he's tired. I think I think he's tired. Honestly, mm-hmm. I think he's tired. He's been guarding Drew Holiday. Worth noting that Donovan picked up Holiday, picked up that assignment, took the challenge, tried to battle it. Holiday at 11 in the fourth quarter. And Chris Middleton's running up the floor, and Donovan just grabs the back of his shorts. Donovan got lucky. The officials miscalled it. That should have been an intentional away from the ball foul in the final two minutes. Should have been free throws and the ball. I mean, it was just a total brain fart like i don't know what else to call it like that's like mental cramp brain cramp brain fart whatever you want like but it, it really was a, was trying to argue that point there I mean, you pointed out that he was in the officials ear uh throughout that whole time trying to oh mike Budenholzer was fired up it was completely right. the wrong call right um I mean, the only reason it wasn't called, if it had been done to somebody who was a 50% free throw shooter, it would have been called away the ball. It's because Middleton's an 89% free throw shooter. But the Jazz gave up two points right there. I mean, the only thing I can think of is just exhaustion and frustration. But honestly, that's youth and that you can't make, you can't do that. I, no. I mean, I don't want to pile on Donovan, but you you, you can't do that. No, well, he, he made a, a mental mistake and I think he would own up to it. You know, it, and uh, that doesn't take away from you know, the brilliant play that he's had all season long. And, uh, you know, everybody's going to make some mistakes like that. But that was a mental mistake that, that just probably didn't give yourself a chance to win the basketball game. The Bucks dared Royce O'Neal to beat them. He's a 41% three-point shooter. The Bucks have been known for choosing the guy who's going to shoot. They had a guy who was wide open. He had a huge play. He's wide open for three. And he just doesn't pull the trigger. Right. And if, if the coaches trust him enough, to be on the floor in those moments, he shoots 41% from three. He has to take that shot. Yeah, you, you got to take that shot. I mean, Quinn has said many, many times, you're open. He wants you to shoot the three. If you don't make it, you know, you just don't make it. But, you know, you work so hard to get those type of shots. And then when you pass them up, it's, and you just mentioned, Royce is having a great year from the three-point line. I mean, he's a great percentage. Uh, tonight, ended up doing two for six. Uh, but you got to take that shot. And then another one, uh, there's actually two more plays, and I don't, I don't want to pile on, but this is the difference between winning and losing games. I mean, that's what we're we're keeping score for a reason. I thought Tim Lacoe made a good point. He thought Drew Holiday stealing it from Donovan on the double stagger, which is a brilliant play. They've run that play all night. Drew Holiday's basically done what Michael Jordan did to Carl Malone, which Drew Holiday did to Chris Paul or Devin Booker, whoever it was he stole it from in the NBA Finals. 
which he waited all night to suddenly make this move until he needed to, which is the minute Donovan went around that he accelerated, knocked away from behind, and got that steal. But I thought Tim made a good point that Donovan was so flustered by that time because of the brain cramp he had earlier that he thinks that turnover led into that. I think they all probably do play together. To give our our, our listeners here a a view of what really happened there, I mean, they're switching one – the guard to guard, they're switching. So they switch. Carter picks up Donovan, but Holiday still stays with it and comes from the backside. Donovan never saw him. He comes from the backside and comes up with the steal because Donovan is trying to protect the basketball away from Carter, but here's uh, uh, Holiday comes up from the backside. I might put that one in the side of great play to the box more than Donovan. Absolutely, I think absolutely. It, it, you know, you got to have ball security. Right. Final one I got to point out also is Tie game and Rudy Gay, in my opinion, uh, maybe I'll see the replay and be wrong, obviously fouls Drew Holiday. He's not playing well. Age is a pain in the you-know-what. I I feel for Rudy Gay. He once was one of the great players in the game, and now his body and his mind are not together. But you you cannot get a technical foul at that moment. You cannot get a delay a game technical foul. And I actually think that that led into everything else. You need to be a veteran of 15 years and be a calming force, not someone who brings the angst up on your team at that moment. That was really not very good either. Yeah, I totally agree with you. Probably don't have any more to add to that, but you know, you can see that it was a play that um, probably should not have – well, it was something that probably shouldn't have been, been done. But the big picture, played very well, shorthanded, fought through it, two bad offensive quarters, but an overall pretty strong game. Great game plan on Giannis. He, he shoots seven free throws, but he only had five early. He doesn't get to the rim a great deal. Shoots 12 of 24. We saw Rudy's impact on that and the way they played it. A lot of really, really good stuff tonight. But those little things that you have to have to win ball games, they didn't do. And that's really probably why, the, you know, four of 20 shooting, five of 20 shooting in the second quarter is as much an impact as any of those individual plays. Six of 20 shooting in the second, in the fourth quarter is as much as any reason. But you can nitpick at those as just the little pieces that you can. This team has got to grow out of uh, to be able to beat a team that's the NBA champions. I'm good. Wow. (laughs) All right. He's got things to do. He can't have really agreed with me that much unless it's 1120 at night and he wants to go home. See you. There's no way he actually agrees with me that much. Don't (laughs) think we've, like, broken through after 13 years together. Don't think that. See (laughs) you.